Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. In the 30s, Mike Stinnifer, WTOP News. Tonight in Rockville, 29, Ashburn, 32, and Fort Washington at 29. But we could be down to the lower 20s later. This is where you turn when the weather threatens. WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. And good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up, winter's first blast of 2024 to be felt in our area tomorrow. We'll tell you what to expect. The Supreme Court will decide whether Donald Trump is on the ballot across the country and President Biden issues a new warning about his likely opponent in the fall and what he calls Donald Trump's threat to American democracy. The latest from CBS News here in just seconds, and then we'll go in-depth on the Supreme Court with Politico at 11.15. A baby, a little four-month-old, reunited with her mom after the car she was in was stolen in D.C. earlier tonight. Everybody's safe, though. It's 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. The U.S. Supreme Court agrees to hear arguments next month on former President Trump's appeal of his Colorado ballot disqualification. The Colorado Supreme Court ruled Trump could not be on that ballot, citing the Constitution's insurrection clause. CBS News election law contributor David Becker has more. I think everyone expected the court to take this case, but it is, I think, a positive development that they moved so quickly after the petition was filed and they set oral argument as quickly as they did. Oral argument's going to be held just over a month from now on February 8th, indicating to me that the court understands the urgency here and wants to render a ruling and clarify this as quickly as possible. President Biden hit the campaign trail with a stop in historic Valley Forge, Pennsylvania. He came out taking jabs at his predecessor, as CBS's Willie James Inman reports. The president used the event to mark the third anniversary since the January 6th assault on the U.S. Capitol, as he is anticipating a rematch with former President Donald Trump. His first rally for the 2024 campaign opened with a choir of January 6th insurrectionists singing from prison. Mr. Biden also told supporters that every vote will count in this election. The first major winter storm of the season drops snow in portions of Arkansas, Kansas, and Texas as it heads east. Snow, rain, and ice will affect much of the east coast from the mountains of North Carolina into Vermont and New Hampshire. CBS New York's Tony Aiello in Orange County, New York. Gassing up trucks, loading up salt... Prepping the plows. The Orange County DPW has more than 500 lane miles of road to keep clear. The county exec says they're ready to roll. Our biggest concern is getting overwhelmed with over an inch an hour. Uh, so having it on Saturday afternoon into Sunday morning, uh, I think it's going to be a good for the first storm of the year. Electronic message boards are already warning drivers about the weekend weather. There are now 38 states showing either high or very high flu activity, according to the CDC. The number is up from 31 states last week. CBS's Janet Shamlian has heard from Dr. Melanie Kitagawa at Texas Children's Hospital. A post-holiday punch with flu cases surging nationwide. At Houston's Texas Children's Hospital, they've got their hands full. When should a parent take a child to the hospital? Parents need to be on the lookout for respiratory symptoms. We tell parents a lot of times, particularly in the little kids, to look and see if it looks like they're pulling in on their chest. Estimated hospitalizations have jumped 50% nationwide since last week. Stocks finished higher on Wall Street. This is CBS News. 
Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Protect your home and auto. Save when you bundle. Get a quote at Progressive.com. That's Progressive.com. It's 11.03 here on WTOP, Friday night, January 5th, 2024. Rockville is at 29, and we could fall into the lower 20s. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis of the top local stories we're following this hour. Winter weather could start rolling into parts of our area tomorrow morning. We'll get a little bit of snow and sleet tomorrow morning as the uh, moisture comes in for this area of low pressure coming our way. But it's going to change over to rain fairly quickly. It looks like the storm track is going to take it as right over us, and that will bring the warm air in from the Gulf of Mexico and from, from the Atlantic Ocean. So I don't think we're going to see much in the way of snow and sleet accumulating across the immediate metro area and pretty much just rain eastern suburbs and into southern Maryland. WTOP meteorologist Mike Steneford, Charlie Gishler with Maryland State Highway Administration tells WTOP it's best if maybe you stay off the roads if you can, at least in the early part of the day tomorrow. But if you've got to be out and about, a useful tool for drivers to hit the road. We first say to go to roads.maryland.gov. That's our website. And we put a banner up there for winter weather. Clicking that will give you access to our storm application. That's the statewide transportation operations resource map. And that shows where the equipment is at the current time and where they have been for the last 30 minutes. And that can tell you the most recently treated roadways. So you can take them. Best thing to do is to go slow. Make sure you don't pass our equipment. They're literally clearing a path for you. And just remember to clean your car completely off so it doesn't become an icy projectile in the days to come. WTOP and WTOP.com are here for you all weekend. We have heard from Loudoun County Public Schools and Fairfax County Public Schools, among others, saying all of their buildings will be closed and their activities canceled just in case this weather gets kind of bad. We have traffic and weather on the 8s. That's 24-7, of course. We're always here to help you out on WTOP, especially when there's a winter storm. New tonight in another news, a four-month-old baby girl in the backseat of a car stolen in Georgetown early this evening is reunited with her mother now and not hurt. D.C. police say the baby was inside of a white Jeep with a missing gas cap door, that Jeep stolen from M Street in Northwest just after 6 p.m. About an hour later, the four-month baby girl was found safe in a car seat on the porch of a home in Southeast on 28th Street. The child has since been reunited with the mother. Um, As of right now, we have a white vehicle that is still outstanding, and we're asking for the community's help uh, for anyone who may have observed this this incident. Darnell Robinson, Assistant Chief of Patrol Services North with D.C. Police. The search goes on in the meantime in Hyattsville for three people who tried to rob a young teenager of his jacket and then shot him after he refused to give it up. WTOP's John Doman. This happened right around noon here on Carnaby Street, a brand new neighborhood that faces the backside of Northwestern High School. Three teens were walking here when three others approached and tried to steal one kid's jacket. A fight ensued. Multiple shots were fired. The victim hit once. He's hospitalized in critical condition, though it has stabilized. Hyattsville Police Chief Jared Towers. It's absurd. It's just another example of ruthless crime. He also says there are witnesses. Uh, There was one witness who who observed the fight before it turned into a shooting and was going to intervene. The chief says don't do that. It's unclear if these kids were students here at Northwestern High. In Hyattsville, John Dome in WTOP News. When students are involved in a fight, parents may get a letter home describing what happened. But how are students disciplined? My top priority as superintendent is to ensure that every student that comes into a school feels safe. That's Montgomery County Public School Superintendent Monifa McKnight. 
After two students were involved in a fight at Bethesda Chevy Chase High School Wednesday, the principal emailed the school community explaining that students are held accountable, but that doesn't always mean out-of-school suspension. McKnight talked to WTOP about how the schools deal with student discipline. Whatever consequences are appropriate for that particular incident must be addressed, but restoration also still has to happen at some point. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. An internship program is helping some Fairfax County public school students with disabilities prepare for life after graduation. We get that story tonight from WTOP's Scott Gelman. Curtis, it is a soft spot, they call it. Cedar Lane student Curtis Roberts and graduate Damian Lloyd are taking inventory here at Brook Rental Center in Vienna. Um, I like clean chairs, cut pipes, etc. Curtis interns here several days each week as part of a program that pairs students with disabilities with community businesses. Yeah, I get to do new things every day. Damien started here as an intern, too. Now he's a full-time employee. These chandeliers you see in the tent right now, I wired those up. Anna Veltri is helping students work at places such as Dollar Tree, Panera Bread, and other local shops, too. A lot of it is is building their confidence, building their skill set. In Vienna, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. All right, Scott, now coming up here on WTOP, would you prepay for your coffee one week at a time? It's 1108, and nice to have you here. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s, and when it breaks, time to go to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dimitri. Good um, evening, everybody. Got two accidents working in the district. The latest one is on southbound DC 295. DC Metro Police say it's uh, before exit 1A, somewhere in the area between Pennsylvania Avenue and the 11th Street Bridge. And uh, the police say as many as four vehicles have collided in this accident. One or more lanes, uh, one or more left lanes are blocked with delays coming in from East Capitol Street. Once you get past Pennsylvania Avenue, it looks like you are into the clear with no other delays as you make the run onto I-295 for the you know, run. Uh, past the 11, uh, past the flyover ramp heading to the Beltway south of town, and still dealing with that crash on northbound 395. It looks to be somewhere in the district uh, as you make your way uh, just after 14th Street. Traffic squeezing back to the right side, the left side blocked by this accident. This is after exit one for 14th Street, so you can't exit out at that exit. You just have to uh, go over uh, to the far left side to get out. And we are seeing some delays, but it looks like they're in the clearing stages as the delays as the delays that were there pretty solid. Come Coming north of 110, uh, have beginning to east quickly. On southbound 95 in Virginia, just after the Princeway and Parkway right lane getting by, that works out. The WTOP Traffic Center is furnished by Regency Furniture. Shop Regency's dining room, living room, and bedroom sets, plus brand name mattresses in-store and online at regencyfurniture.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. To Mike Stenford next, he's WTOP Meteorologist. Winter storm warning for Washington, Frederick, and Carroll Counties in Maryland. We've got a winter weather advisory in effect along and west of I-95. Does not include the district. These are for Saturday. Overnight, partly to mostly cloudy skies, lows the 20s to around 30. Snow and sleet on Saturday morning, moving from south to north, then changing over to rain fairly quickly. Any accumulations of snow will be minor and mainly to the west and to the north. By afternoon, mostly rain across the region with highs in the 30s. Mike Stenner for WTOP News. Manassas is at 28, Metro Center 34, Frederick, Maryland 29. Some of us could be down to the low 20s tonight. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. 
It's Money News at 10 and 40 past the hour with Jeff Claybaugh. U.S. companies added a more than expected 216,000 jobs in December. The unemployment rate unchanged at 3.7%. MasterCard says restaurant sales were up 8% from a year ago, but much of that is higher menu prices, not more customers. Blank Street Coffee, which came to D.C. last fall, is offering prepaid weekly subscriptions. The Dow finished Friday session up 26, but it lost almost 1% for the week. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. The NASDAQ also lost 3.5% this week. S&P lost 1.5% for the week. 11.11 here on WTOP. Coming up in just a little bit, we're going to take a closer look at what the Supreme Court has decided tonight. It is official, as they say, that the Supreme Court will look at whether Donald Trump should be on the ballot coming up through the primary process and into the general election. And Josh Gerstein of Politico will have that, so stay with us. Fast and for the most money. This is Dave Johnson. That's a wonderful combination when selling your home, and that's what happened to me when I connected with Jennifer Young and her wonderful team at Jennifer Young Homes. Sold my home above asking price in a matter of days. Hey, listen, same story for Mark in Fairfax. He wanted to sell his home fast. So he listened to my advice, called Jennifer Young Homes, and in only three days... There were seven showings, followed by three offers, all of which either for the full asking price or higher, one of them even being all cash. And then Jennifer and her team helped to negotiate the best offer for Mark. Yes, stress-free. Hey, listen, do you want to know your home's real value? You can get that answer fast, easy, and free at JenniferYoungHomes.com. And also find out more about Jennifer's door-to-door move program. Yeah, move on your timeline. Or how about the Renovate Now, Pay Later program? Go to JenniferYoungHomes.com. That's JenniferYoungHomes.com. Or call 877-611-SELL. Keller Williams Realty, 703-815-5700. Glenn Youngkin, the Virginia governor, is his approval rating as high as ever despite those election losses in November? We'll take a closer look in minutes on WTOP. Hey, Joe, I thought you were retired. <laughs> Living on a fixed income is tough. So here I am, an essential worker. I know. I mean, food prices are going up every day. Thank goodness for BenefitsCheckup.org. Benefits what? BenefitsCheckup.org. It's a free website where people over 60 can find help to pay for food, medicine, even utilities. I got 1200 a year in benefits. Maybe it can help you. Did you make a New Year's resolution to finally get rid of that car you don't need? Start the year off right and donate it to Melwood today. Donating is free, fast, and easy. And it helps your community by supporting Melwood's job training programs for people with disabilities. To learn more, call 1-877-MELWOOD today or visit melwood.org forward slash radio. That's melwood.org forward slash radio. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts. Matter. 1114, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us tonight. This is new. The United States Supreme Court will decide whether former President Trump can be kept off the 2024 presidential ballot because of the actions he's accused of taking on January 6th of 2021. The justices tonight have agreed to take up a Colorado case inserting themselves in the presidential campaign. Oral arguments are set to start on February 8th. Joining us now, 
is Politico senior affairs reporter John Josh Gerstein. It's uh, Josh Gerstein is the senior legal affairs reporter at Politico, and he was with us earlier as we discussed what all of this means, including, of course, starting with the justices taking up the case. They're basically being asked to uh, pass judgment, Dimitri, on this Colorado Supreme Court ruling from a couple of weeks ago uh, that found that Trump was ineligible both to run uh, as a candidate, even in the primary uh, for president, and to serve as president because of his role in the events of January 6, 2021, and his efforts to, you know, undermine and overturn the election results uh, in the 2020 presidential election. Exactly what aspect of that decision they're going to look at is unclear. The order they issued today simply said that they were taking up a petition to review that, and unlike you know, what they sometimes do, we're going to look at this question or that question. They provided no guidance whatsoever on on whether there are any limitations to the scope of their uh, review here. But when all is said and done, whether you live in the state of Maine, in Colorado, here in Virginia or Maryland, uh, it is decided that, uh, well, let me put it this way, what they decide about Colorado, would that affect the whole nation? It definitely could for the general election. For the primary election, it's more of a mixed bag, and it might well be that it doesn't really affect the primaries a great a great deal. Even in Colorado, remember, uh, Dimitri, the Supreme Court there in that state put its decision basically on hold if Trump appealed. And if you look at kind of the calendar for when, uh, you know, absentee ballots, military overseas ballots start going out, even with a February 8th hearing and a decision, say, a few days later, if it comes that quickly, uh, the election is really underway in Colorado. People there uh, these days generally vote by mail. And so people will be receiving their ballots uh, within a couple of days of this Supreme Court argument. So I think just as a practical matter, um, there's not going to be a lot of direct impact uh, on primaries as a result of whatever the decision is that the court puts out. Now, I don't want to ask this question uh, as a way to diminish all that we're talking about here, this important matter before the court and the ballot. But there's also the question of presidential immunity, a separate case that, again, we expect the Supreme Court to adopt here and tell us something more about Donald Trump's political future. Right. I mean, what we've seen already in this campaign and we expect to have continue in the coming months is that Trump's 2024 presidential bid basically is going to be mounted in large part in a series of courtrooms in Washington, D.C., down in Florida, up in New York City. And so that's one of the questions here. You know, will those criminal cases against Trump, there are a total of four of them that are currently pending. Uh, will they be able to go forward while this campaign is happening or will some of them be knocked out? Will it be the case that uh, whatever trials he might be ordered to stand uh, part in would take place after the election, uh, would those be the federal cases, in which case uh, he could perhaps order his new attorney general to just dismiss them? So all those questions are still out there. And so we do think there's going to be other perhaps nearly as critical questions for Trump, maybe more in some respect, that are going to come before the high court in the next few weeks. They could really see a pileup of issues, including gag orders, civil immunity, and those criminal cases. Politico senior legal affairs reporter Josh Gerstein. Top stories on WTOP. President Biden warns democracy is in danger this election year. He says his likely opponent in the fall, Donald Trump, is responsible. Mr. Biden spoke near Valley Forge. Donald Trump is saying the opposite. He says he believes the sitting president is the real threat to democracy. Israel is now starting a new phase of the war in Gaza. And it could be quite a snowy Saturday, at least for a while. Stay with your first alert weather station for the forecast that begins as snow, but with the temperatures warming up, quickly moves over to rain. Full details ahead. 
traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, Ken Berger in the traffic center. Still dealing with that crash, Dimitri, on southbound DC 295. It's in the area of Pennsylvania Avenue, maybe a little bit before. Uh, DC Metro Police said as many as four vehicles have piled up, with one or more left lanes blocked. Solid congestion coming in from East Capitol Street. Also starting to see, uh, starting to see some delays on the northbound side of DC 295, coming north of the 11th Street Bridge. Uh, those delays, however, are very brief. By the time you get to the accident scene at or around Pennsylvania Avenue, you're back into the clear for the ride out north. Northbound DC 295 out of the district. There are no major worries either side of I 295 between the flyover ramp and the beltway. There was an accident working northbound 395 after 14th Street Southwest near exit 1. Looks like that crash has been cleared, not seeing any delays at all either side. Uh, 395 heading from the freeway into Virginia or coming north on 395 across the bridge onto the freeway. The freeway itself running just fine now between 14th Street and the 11th Street Bridge. No worries on the 3rd Street Tunnel northbound or southbound between the freeway and New York Avenue. However, on the inbound side of New York Avenue over by Florida Avenue, still have that right lane road work. The right lane is blocked as that work zone is set up. Again, at Florida Avenue, there is a brief delay. For over 35 years in the DMV, Greenberg and Betterman has helped tens of thousands of clients who've been hurt in auto accidents or victims of medical malpractice. Visit GBLawyers.com and feel better. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Okay, Ken, now we head over to Mike Stenford. He's W T.O.P. Meteorologist. Winter weather advisory in effect on Saturday along and west of I-95. Does not include the district. There's a winter storm warning for Washington, Frederick, and Carroll counties. Partly to mostly cloudy tonight. Lows in the 20s to around 30. Around sunrise on Saturday, we'll see snow and sleet moving in from the southwest. That'll spread northward across the region during the morning hours. By late morning, though, we'll see that changing over to rain across much of the area. Look for a cold rain Saturday afternoon with highs in the 30s. Breezy on Sunday, highs mid-40s. Mike Stenifer, WTOP News. Upper Marlboro 29, Woodbridge 30, D.C. at 35, and some parts of the area could be down to the lower 20s overnight. We're brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Still to come here on WTOP, one day after that deadly Iowa school shooting, we're learning some new details that we'll pass along here. Stay with us tonight at 1121. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Attorney Joe. Cordell. Business owners and professionals face special challenges in divorce court. In addition to everything else going on, they have to contend with allegations that they are earning more than they are, coupled with claims on their business or practice itself. Clients with assets depend on their divorce lawyer skills in these matters, and that's why it's so important to hire someone that has those skills. Offices in Fairfax, Virginia, and Frederick, Maryland. Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell and Cordell's attorneys online at CordellCordell.com. This is WTOP News. Now, 1122, great to have you here. New tonight, classes were canceled and grief counselors were on hand in Perry, Iowa today. Only a day after a sixth grader was killed and several other people injured, 
when a 17-year-old student opened fire inside his high school. The 11-year-old who was killed was identified as Amir Joliff. The principal is among those wounded, and he is credited with saving lives, and he remains in critical condition. Two students are also still in the hospital. Investigators are looking into possible motives. According to local reports, two former classmates say the shooter had been bullied for years. CBS Evening News anchor Nora O'Donnell. When Virginia lawmakers go back to work in Richmond next week, Democrats will control both the House of Delegates and the Senate. But as WTOP's Nick Ionelli reports, they're sure to get pushback from the state's Republican governor. We will see some political gridlock. For example, Democratic lawmakers have said they want to pass bills tightening Virginia's gun laws, but that won't sit well with Governor Glenn Youngkin. You're going to see a set of Democratic measures that are going to be vetoed by the governor. And the Democrats don't have enough of a majority to actually overturn those vetoes. Virginia political analyst Bob Holsworth. On abortion, Democrats plan to go around the governor by starting the process of amending the state's constitution to guarantee a woman's right to an abortion. But the two sides do agree on some things, including economic development and workforce development issues, giving teachers a raise and spending more to improve Virginia's mental health infrastructure. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin had a higher job approval rating last month than he did a year before. That's despite those recent legislative election defeats. In December, Youngkin had a job approval rating of 58% in a Mason-Dixon polling phone survey of voters. The polling firm says about 40% disapproved of his performance. 5% weren't sure. The Richmond Times-Dispatch reports a year ago, Youngkin's job approval rating was a little lower than now at 56%. In the November 7th legislative elections, Democrats held control of the state Senate and flipped control of the House of Delegates. The survey was conducted shortly after Youngkin announced a triumph, that proposed $2 billion deal that would move the Wizards and Capitals out of D.C. and to a new arena at Alexandria's Potomac Yard. Well, just as the Christmas holiday weekend was starting, Alexandria released an economic analysis that projects billions of dollars in revenue and thousands of new jobs if the Caps and Wiz do move to Potomac Yard. But why was it released just before the holidays, a time when people kind of tune out of the news? Mayor Justin Wilson tells WTOP the city wanted it made public quickly. And so we're going to be talking about it quite a bit. There was certainly no intent to hide it. It was actually drawing or trying to draw as much attention as possible um, at a time where everyone was kind of uh, scattered. So, uh, yeah, we, we just got it out as quickly as we could. The plan is to bring the sports franchises to Northern Virginia, but still must be approved by the Virginia General Assembly and Alexandria City Council. Get ready for some more metro delays next weekend. Parts of the blue, orange, and silver lines will be shut down from Friday, January 12th through Monday the 15th during the Martin Luther King Jr. weekend. During the four-day closure, buses will replace trains with no rail service between Foggy Bottom GWU and Arlington Cemetery on the blue line and between Foggy Bottom and Clarendon on the orange and silver lines. The Roslyn and Courthouse stations will be closed. Sports at 25 and 55. And now to Rob Woodfork. The Wizards went 0 for Cleveland, losing 114-90 to to the Cavaliers to lose both road games this week by a combined 69 points. But Wes Unsell Jr. took heart in his team, forcing a season-high 23 turnovers. Yeah, I thought it was much better. And that was the challenge for the last you know, day and a half was regardless of whether we put the ball in the hole or not, but defensively in this particular in that first half, I thought we were really good. And that was very promising. Just some of the things, not only schematically, but just the energy, the effort, the purpose. I thought we took more pride in what we were trying to do across the board. The Capitals fared no better at home, giving up six unanswered goals and a 6-2 loss to the Carolina Hurricanes. Coach Spencer Carberry. Yeah, I didn't think it was close the, the entire game. 
even though we had the 2 nothing lead, I mean, it never, never felt comfortable. 